The Lupus Living Podcast. Today's episode, The Lupus Flare. Welcome to today's episode of the Lupus Living Podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to encourage you if you're learning how to live with lupus or have any type of autoimmune condition. Maybe you have a loved one that has lupus and you want to understand more of what they go through while living with it. No matter what the reason for you listening today, I say welcome and thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. When I was first diagnosed with lupus, when I googled information about it, there were several articles that mentioned flare-ups. At the time, I didn't realize that I had been living in a flare-up for a year, or maybe a little over. All of 2017, I could barely move. I would take ibuprofen, and I could feel it when the medication began to work. But then it would wear off. I knew this wasn't something I wanted to continue taking for a long time, but it was the only thing that would help. A flare-up is when your lupus symptoms are in high gear. You could feel like you have a fever and you're not really sick. A flare-up could be you have achy joints and muscles. It could be you are so tired you can barely move. Some of us have rashes. Sometimes I get them and they just appear out of nowhere. You can also have headaches. And if you have been recently diagnosed with lupus, I just want you to know, you are not crazy. Before I was diagnosed, I thought my symptoms were in my head. I didn't talk to anyone about what I was dealing with. I didn't know how to explain what I was feeling to myself, much less explain it to another person. I tried to hide the fact that I could barely stand up after sitting down for only a few minutes. I tried to hide the fact that my wrists sometimes were so swollen I couldn't write or pick up anything because it hurt so bad. My ankles would swell so bad I thought I had to buy crutches to use during the times when I could barely walk. If you don't have lupus and listen to the podcast to learn more about what we deal with, we are not making this stuff up. I have read stories of people who said their loved ones said they were making up their symptoms just to get attention. There are people that may do this. But if you have a person that is usually a go, go, go person, and all of a sudden they are a no, no, no person, something is wrong. All I wanted to do was sleep when my symptoms got really bad. I couldn't get enough sleep. Even now when I have a flare-up, that's all I want to do. But what do you do when you have to go to work? What do you do when you have a family to take care of? What do you do? I don't have all the answers to tell you how to make it through a flare-up quickly. I'll just share what I've learned so far that seems to help me. The first thing I've had to learn is how to ask for help. When I am at work, I ask for help with carrying things. I used to carry large files in the area where I work. Now, I look for the little red wagon that we have um, to carry around any files that I need, or better yet, I find someone else to help me move the files. And I don't just ask for help at work. I've had to ask friends to go pick up my medicine for me because I felt too bad to go out to even pick up my meds. I've had to ask for rides to the doctor. 
and the reason was my flare-up was so bad I didn't feel well enough to drive. When I was in the hospital in 2017, I had to ask friends to check on things in my home. Check things like make sure my storm windows were down, make sure the furnace is on since winter was coming, and luckily the people I asked for help helped me. They could have said no. They could have said, I don't want to do that for you, but I was fortunate enough that my friends did help me. If you don't have that kind of support system, there may be organizations in your town that can help. Before I left the hospital, when I was hospitalized the first time in 2017, I was given a booklet of local organizations that may be able to help you if I would have needed some extra help. Maybe your town has something like that. Some of these organizations offered rides to doctor's appointments. Some of them help with food and may have been able to help with paying for medication. Having lupus can make you feel so alone. When you are in a flare-up, you are usually needing to isolate yourself from everyone just to get your body into some kind of balance. If you are a member at a local church, reach out to the people in your church to ask for help. Sometimes it's hard to do this if you are usually the person that has helped everyone else. When you're dealing with a flare-up, this is the time you need to ask and accept the help that you need. The second thing to deal with a flare-up is you need rest. But what do you do if you have to go to work? I've been at work during flare-ups, and even though I have a job that's not very labor-intensive, it's still hard to sit at a desk when I'm in a flare. It's hard to focus, and my thoughts are all over the place. In my job, I have to do a lot of reading and reading sometimes complex documents. And it's hard to comprehend some of the stuff I have to read when I'm in a flare. It's that lupus brain thing. Nothing connects. I have sick time, but I try not to take it unless I feel like it's a really bad flare and it would be in my best interest just to stay home that day. Usually, I try to go ahead and go in. If you have to, if you have to go to work, while on a flare, try to take a short nap during your breaks. I hope you get breaks. I get two breaks in the day and sometimes those are the times that I have to nap. I like to try and take a walk during my break time, but my body is saying, no, you're not. You know your body better than anyone. You probably know when you wake up in the morning if it's going to be a challenging day with your lupus. You know when it's a, I can't do this day. The goal is to try and have more good or even so-so days between your flare-ups. If you know it's going to be one of those bad days, stay home if you can. Sleep all day and don't feel guilty about it. I've had to learn not to feel guilty about having to take a day off. I also get some earned time off and I try to schedule time off just to take time to relax. It may not be because of a flare-up, but I'm trying to get some rest in before I feel one coming on. Another way to combat those flare-ups is you have to listen to your body all the time. My last major flare-up was in January. When it hit, I realized after the fact it was coming. I just kept pushing through the fatigue thinking I was just being lazy, thinking I was okay. Well, turns out a flare-up was coming and lasted over a week. Those of us with lupus have to constantly listen to what our bodies are telling us. Maybe a swollen joint is the start of it. Maybe feeling more tired than usual. You have to learn what your triggers are. Keep a little notebook that you can document your flares to look for patterns. I always try to look at how much sleep was I getting. Were there certain things I ate? Keeping a journal will help you spot any patterns that would maybe lead up to a flare. 
And then in the future, you can try to maybe change those behaviors to hopefully st- make, help the flares not come, or maybe they won't be as bad. Lupus is something that is different for everyone. One reason we share our experiences is to help someone that may be experiencing the same thing. They might have a way of dealing with something we didn't think about. One thing I wish I was given when I was first diagnosed were these too many books that I found at a lupus 5k run walk I went to. Both of them have information I think is helpful to those just diagnosed with lupus. I still read over them even after two years of living with this. They are published by the National Institute of Arthritis and Musculoskeletal and Skin Disease Organization. I hope I pronounced all that correctly. They explain how living with lupus in a way that's easy to understand and help you feel like, okay, I, I can do this. I'm going to try and see if I can obtain more copies or if it's available online, and I'll let you know in another episode if I was able to obtain that information. I hope today's episode helped you understand what a flare is when living with lupus. Sometimes I feel like we have our own language when we have lupus. If you have any questions about this episode or any past ones, please let me know. You can send me an email. My email address is gwen at thegwenalexander.com or you can contact me through my website, thegwenalexander.com and click the contact button and send me a message that way. You can also send me a message through Facebook on the Lupus Living Podcast Facebook page. And if this podcast is a help to you, I ask you to share with your friends and family and anyone you know that is living with lupus. And here is today's quote that I would like to leave you with. And that quote is, You can make it through the flare-ups of life while living with lupus. The information on the Lupus Living Podcast is for informational purposes only. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before making any changes in your health and wellness routine. 